Hey guys, this TSI podcast is brought to you by yours truly, TSI. At the Shooting Institute, we offer equipment, guns, training, uh, training in explosives, training in tactics. What else do we offer over there, Grumples? A little bit of consultation and uh, security risk assessments, those kind of things. So whatever it is, if you need it, hit us up. We can provide it for you. Again, that's admin, A-D-M-I-N, at theshootinginstitute.com. If you want us to uh, advertise for you on the podcast, hit us up at podcast at theshootinginstitute.com. Enjoy the podcast. All right, so if you hear something hit the ground, then that's probably Jared, but we're going to keep going. Or Mike, because he's old. Jared, because his sugar bottomed out in me because my heart stopped. That's true. That's true. All right, so pistol, reflex sight. (laughs) The pros and cons, because that, for that matter, is the question we may ask. So uh, pistol reflex sights. Reeves, we know that, 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 I don't know, we've been getting a lot of questions with those as far as training and stuff. We've been, heck, for that matter, we've been running them, both irons and both uh, the, what is it we run, the SIG? Is it RMR? No, no, we're not running an RMR. No, it's not SIG. Came with the SIG slide that we ordered. Yeah, Romeo. Romeo. Yeah, slide. that's it. That's so right. Is 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 as far as the as far as the equipment, um, just a reflex sight on your pistol. What uh, do go to it? Don't go to it. Is it beneficial? Is it not beneficial? Because that's pretty much, in a nutshell, the probably twenty emails that I received with questions about that site or wanting us to talk about that site is. Pretty much that. Hey, should I or shouldn't I use it? And if I do choose to use it, uh, why should I use it? Or if I don't choose to use it, why should I not? So that's really what this podcast is about, boys. Yeah, I think to start out by answering your question, number one, I've never used a reflex sight on my pistol. I've only (laughs) shot iron sights. And so I can't talk to you from experience with that. I will say this, though. Whenever you're talking about gear and you're talking about you know, specific gear, whether it's, you know, to your job as a law enforcement officer or if you're just talking about gear because you're a civilian and you have an extra however many dollars a month and you just want to buy cool stuff, it really all comes down to personal preference is what it comes down to because you're going to have people out there that are going to give you a whole bunch of negatives about an RMR and you're going to have people out there that give you a whole bunch of positives about an RMR and it just comes down to you getting the piece of equipment, evaluating it, and making your own choice on whether or not you want to use it or not and determine whether or not you're actually proficient with it. Because I know guys with all the advances in optics that we have, they still like to shoot iron sights, and they'll never get away from iron sights because they're like, I can literally throw it off a cliff, go down to the bottom of the hill, get it, my sights are still zeroed, and I can still shoot the weapon system as long as the weapon system isn't damaged. And you'll never be able to get them away from that, no matter. Because after watching the movie Lone Survivor, we all know that we're all fighting on the edges of cliffs. For yeah, the most part. That's right. And Mike uh, had like a hundred kills in the Civil War with Ironside, so he loves them. So look down that pipe. Riflings? We don't need no riflings. <laughs> uh so all right, so yeah, so so for, from a from a guy who has, you know, military and law enforcement experience, has not used of uh, 
and he says RMR, but that would be the reflex site. That's just a brand of reflex mm-hmm. site. Is it Leupold that makes the RMR? Is that I think it's Trigicon that makes the Trigicon, RMR. Yeah, yeah Trigicon makes the RMR. Yeah. That's right. So Trigicon RMR, <laughs> you know, Sig Romeo, uh, that's what we use when we, we have Sig Romeos and then Vortex. Uh, uh, what's the Vortex? Um, it's the Viper. Vipers, yeah, yeah. Viper. Yeah, that's what uh, – so that's what Mike and I have. So – uh, Mike, from a guy who used irons for, for a long time to now kind of transition into having to use at least uh, a reflex sight on your pistol some, yes, no, maybe? Yeah, obviously there's pros and cons, and there's pros and cons to anything you do. But the, the pro that I have found out, you know, being a little bit older, obviously you all all know that because it gets, uh, you know, that – it's obviously told throughout the podcast. Creates a good laugh yeah. for everybody. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> I'm able to, with vision diminishing through old age, yeah. uh, lining those front and rear sights up on my iron sights and, and you know maintaining the uh, situational awareness, what's going on around me, and focusing on that front sight and then being able to see the threat or the target uh, using that red dot on that red dot sight, that reflex sight has created longevity I guess I would say or the ability to continue to shoot well and more precise with that sight um, so and <clears throat> are you saying you, that the RMR is the fountain of youth Mike is that what you're saying of shooting yes <laughs> the fountain of youth of shooting <laughs> of shooting with a pistol <laughs> so it just helps you I mean and obviously we know that it helps you maintain front sight focus yeah. easier as you know whatever it is let's say age sight you know diminishes or let's say you have an injury that creates you know a, a vision uh, problem vision problem I mean, whatever you, you know a lot of people I, I was fortunate enough to be able to go a lot of years without needing glasses and uh, some people don't don't have that you yeah know, uh, yeah ability and so that you know could be a game changer for them uh, if they felt like they had to get out of out of shooting or whatnot because their sights were, their eyesight was going bad uh, put one of those uh, reflex sights on and give them a little more time so um one one thing i've seen that i that i like is if you're shooting pistol on nods or on mvgs right so if i'm using night vision you know mounted on a helmet or, or whatever of some kind and I have that pistol uh, a lot of law enforcement are going to, to mvg not not all law enforcement the uh i almost can't take you seriously over there <laughs> peering behind your microphone um but no as, as, as law enforcement is kind of transitioning to mvgs and as Law enforcement seems to use handguns more often than probably military application because I can think back. I mean, I used handguns some in military application, you know, when I was back when I was in, but I use it a whole lot more as a law enforcement officer. Even if it's a secondary as a law enforcement officer, I still wind up using my pistol more often than my my rifle. And one of the one of the things I've noticed is is it makes shooting on nods or shooting on night vision a whole lot easier because it actually gives me something I can see on my night vision as I put that pistol out uh, in, in front of my line of sight, basically, whereas I normally wouldn't be able to really have an aiming point. Yeah, I guess if your front sight has a little glowing trigicon thing, you can see that a little bit. Um, what's the the glow sight? The, the tritium, that's what I'm thinking of, not trigicon. The tritium sights, you can see those on nods a little bit, but that reflex sight you can actually see on nods really well what uh that would be a benefit that i would i would have to to it that would kind of add on to that as you're 
Yeah, obviously, I can't see as well on nods, so you having more some confidence pops. in making a shot that needs to be a precise shot. If if I'm on night vision, now, I don't know how the I don't know for a law enforcement application if that's going to be for 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 you and uh, for you and Mike that have been using it and y'all been training with it. Do y'all find it? that it makes it easier for site acquisition whenever you're using a reflex site as opposed to I, I, I take that back specifically site acquisition in reference to longer shots oh yeah yeah your yeah. ability okay. to shoot out the distance is increased and, and, and by distance we're talking yeah. about we're talking about how many yards like 100 meters yeah. we were we okay. were pinging um, <laughs> about like the size of this cracker yeah. box right here which is probably uh, what's that six, six by six or eight by yep. eight square piece of steel hmm. What were we? We were about 80 meters. Maybe we might. Yeah, so, so about 80 meters just ping, mm -hmm. ping, 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 so, ping. So ping. that would be one of the things that I would be interested to see is if, and here in Alabama, whenever you shoot the A post uh, qualification course for your pistol, you know, you're shooting at a max distance of 25 yards. And so that's what I would be interested to see is at 25 yards, if I put you on the timer and I let you run iron sights and I let you run the reflex sight, is that helping you? Um, I think it will help uh, with precision. Acquire, yeah, acquire yeah. that target faster and put a round on target I don't faster. know if it necessarily helps acquire faster. Mm -hmm. um, it does until you practice with yeah, it. Yeah, you got to practice been, with if it. If you've been used to those iron sights and picking up that front sight, then it does take a little time behind that sight to, to where you pick up that red dot. Now, now my, my next question <coughs> for you and Mike, does it – does running the reflex sight, does that help you transition out of your, like let's say I'm running a primary weapon, which is a rifle system, and then I'm running a secondary weapon, a secondary weapon, which is my pistol. Does it help you, are you being, are you able to tran, uh, transition quickly from the rifle rifle system optic to the reflex sight on the pistol? Uh, you know, and, and I'll let Mike say what, what he wants to. I, I don't even know what, what he would say with this, but for me, it doesn't it doesn't matter as much i would say yeah it kind of does but i run a I actually run a vortex amg which is like an eotech has a reticle like an eotech mm -hmm. so i'm still changing what reticle i look at i guess when i was running aim point versus yeah. the sig romeo it probably would it just be the same transition every mm -hmm. time um because it's the same looking dot of mm -hmm. uh, but that probably is less that I wouldn't say there's a positive there mm -hmm. as much as there is when you get used to training with it. I can still look at the I can look at the target and maintain front sight focus. Does that make sense? Yeah. So whereas I'm lining my sights up and I'm having to maintain front sight focus for precision mm -hmm. um, with my you know with irons. Mm -hmm. It allows me to look through my sight. It forces front sight focus, just like it does with a, I mean, it's just like it does with an M4. You put an aim point on it, it doesn't change. I can still shoot off my front sight post. I can still shoot using irons. It just makes it easier to look look through my sight and see what's going on at the target, but also know that I have, uh, can make good, accurate, precise shots because I can look through the site to the target it forces front site focus that's probably been the benefit that i've seen with it on my end that would kind of maybe answer that question so, if it does well another another benefit i see also is um uh, uh picking up that site from different angles positions yeah. uh, behind barriers from the ground you know mm -hmm. and and manipulating your weapon in different positions as opposed to just straight up and down where you try to line those sights up. Yeah. If you have that that uh, red dot sight properly zeroed, it doesn't matter where that dot is inside your uh, inside the glass. Yeah. As long as it's on where it is on the 
target is where it's going to hit. Right. So you don't have to be perfectly lined up. Only thing you have to line up is get that dot on the target. You're dealing with front and rear sights, you know, as well as I do. Proper sight alignment is is imperative if you're going to hit a precise shot. Well, you know, you know how we talk about we talk about simplifying things a lot, especially as things get chaotic, gunfights, you know, people getting shot, people dying, or we're responding to an action, respond, whatever it is, we have some chaotic event, so we want things to be as simple as possible. So, with irons, which I love irons, I still shoot irons, I love irons, they're great. We shoot irons regularly, but you've got to line up a target, a front sight, and a rear sight. So there's three things you have to line up. With that uh, reflex sight, you line up a target and a sight, yeah. and that's it. So you remove one piece of the puzzle so it makes it simpler because now if all i got to do is make sure red dots on whatever target I want to shoot, that's one less step than having to make sure that my sights are on my target, my front mm -hmm. sight and my rear sight are lined up, now i got front sight focus, sight slack squeeze, and I break that shot. So I would say it's you're removing one step. So there's definitely more benefit to it um, as far as that goes. One quick disclaimer is I would never have that red dot sight or that reflex sight on my pistol without also having a front and rear sight. Yeah, a set and of irons. Some people have <coughs> set them up that way. And just, and just so you know, whenever they're talking about having a backup set of iron sights, you have to have sights that are high enough to be able to see through the... Yeah, but most pistols, I mean, yeah, it's got to be high enough to see through the mm -hmm. optic depending on what it is. I know different optics are different heights, but uh, it's no different than suppressor sights. I mean, it's really yeah, not. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's – it's, it's definitely beneficial to have a little higher sight up there. Yeah, yeah so you, you can, can see it through there. it. But and, and, then the, and then the next thing I would ask you guys is, because we were talking about training on an earlier podcast, so can you all elaborate maybe on some, like, beneficial training techniques specifically for the reflex sight? So, hey, I've decided that – you know, I've played 100 hours of Call of Duty, and I've decided that I'm going to go ahead and get that reflex sight because I think it's going to make all my equipment awesome. So, what are some, what are well, some beneficial, um, I guess, I guess training techniques in order to get yourself adapted to using it and to make yourself proficient with it? Mike has been, and I'll let Mike kind of go into depth on what he's been talking about, but I do want to mention one thing real quick that I've that I've tried that helps me that I picked up from. I don't even remember where I picked it up from. I saw a video or something of somebody talking about it. Uh, when we we're doing some study on it, but uh, I started using it. And the biggest thing is, is which I, I learned this on our, we learned this early on. You, you, you can't present your pistol different with a, with a reflex sight versus iron sights. You have to just like I do with irons, I'm going to line my irons up and present my pistol the same way because that makes it easier to find that red dot, right? Find that little, little okay. dot in there. Uh, then the next thing that I try to do is I try to keep the dot at the bottom of the window or at the bottom of the glass because as I squeeze the trigger, one of the biggest things is, is as you shoot, whereas your iron sights kind of go and they fall back into place, it's like a laser. When you hold a laser on a wall mm -hmm. and it just kind of goes everywhere, you can't ever hold it still, that's kind of what that sight does. So every time it moves, that red dot goes everywhere and it's hard to find. So what I do to help keeping it from being hard to find is I keep that red dot at the bottom of the window because when it when it recoils, obviously that red dot's going to go up because the pistol's going back. Mm -hmm. So it keeps it from going up as much, and oftentimes I can keep it in the window by forcing the red dot to the bottom of the window. Does that make sense? Yeah, so, so, that, so we're talking about consistent weapon presentation and then keeping the... Consistent weapon presentation and keeping that red dot as you fire multiple shots in the bottom of the window because that gives it 
on, on your reflex sight, that gives that dot more glass to move through so you don't lose it as much. You'll still lose it from time to time. And if you do lose it, um, and I know, uh, and I know, Michael probably talk about this because this is one of the biggest things we found. When you do lose it, you just go back to a normal sight presentation. You just pick up those irons and line them up. That's why it's good to have irons because when I lose it, as opposed to looking for it for five minutes, mm-hmm. I can just line my irons back up, and that dot will be right there, and I'll refine it pretty quick. Um, but that, those are the two things that I've noticed that have helped me the most. There is a con that I want to mention with this. Because I'm looking through and I'm not staring at my front sight and I'm looking at the target, um, the problem we run into is is when I go back over to irons, I find myself being more target-focused as opposed to sight-focused. So if you're going to if you're gonna shoot it, you need to be able to stick with it. And, and we, do a, we do training for people that do you know, back and forth. So that's why we shoot both pretty regular. I don't encourage you to just train with that all the time and then all of a sudden go back to if you got one on your personal pistol and that's all you shoot, you know, shoot matches, shoot on your own, and then all of a sudden you're going to go back to work as a as a deputy or, or whatever it is, and your carry gun, you have to have irons. Yeah. That's kind of the – and so th- those are my two things that uh, – I guess what, three things that I've what, seen. Well, some of the other uh, things that you need to do, obviously, is get out and shoot it in different environments also, hot, cold, um, different angles, glares of the sun, hitting that glass sometimes will cause issues. You shoot a lot of rounds and you start having some of the, um, you know, the, the, the smoke coming out of the barrel and the sun hits that smoke in front of that glass and you start having some reflective issues. So there is some, some issues that could cause problems. Uh, getting in and out of a, a hot car, hot mm-hmm. patrol car in the winter time, or uh, I mean, in the, in the uh, well, being in a warm car in the winter time and then stepping out into the cold could cause mm-hmm. some foggage uh, some of those issues may happen um, so it's it's good to train in different environments and rain may get on it you know it, another thing is it's definitely not as durable you drop it the glass breaks you're having problems looking through the glass mm-hmm. uh, batteries wear out costs or or you know there's a, a cost uh, whether you buy it <coughs> with a slide already cut out or you have to go Send your gun in. Even the holster, right? You got to get a new holster, holster if you got a, a bunch of holster. holster. What about what about as far as uh, reliability goes? I mean, have y'all had any? You know, while you're shooting it, like the reflex sight actually goes out or anything like that? Well, uh, a couple of days ago, Jared and I were shooting. <coughs> he had his. Uh, he wanted to do some shooting with his um, reflex sight. Mm-hmm. Uh, couldn't get it turned on because the battery had died. Yeah, the battery died. So I that's had another the, issue yeah. you're going to run into. You could. Uh, you know, all of a sudden you've got a, a <clears throat> something on your gun that doesn't work, and you need to have a backup. So Not me. Sights. I got old faithful. There you go. Iron sights. Old iron sights. That's right. If they were good enough for Mike in the Revolutionary War, they're good enough for me in 2020. I know that. <laughs> don't, um, don't be that guy that's not willing to learn something new. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, but, I mean, I, I would say arguably if you want to – if, if if you want to become, I mean, it's just like the it's just like the M4. I mean, forever you probably had guys in the seventies and eighties. Oh, I'm stick with my iron sights on my M4. Yeah, when I was yeah. in the army, it was iron sights. Iron Front sights, iron sights, and it's like, okay, yeah, that's fine, and, and and we can shoot irons, but what the aim point, the EOTech, the you know the re, the reflex sight, the red dot, the holographic sight, it makes it easier. Um, it's the same thing with the pistol. It has its problems, but I'll be honest with you. And, and I know the pistol reflex sights aren't as durable, but, you know, we've been overseas, and you hit IEDs, your rifles fly around, fall out, you know, and for the most part, 
your EOTEX, your aim points, what we're those are the brands we were running. Uh, my Vortex sites, I mean, I've put the, you can look up tests on YouTube and stuff and see what they put them through. They work. And it's the same thing with the reflex sites. Your biggest issue is going to be dead batteries, I would say, because you're, I mean, that's just, that's going to be your biggest issue. Dead batteries or some, some electronic issue, especially if you're only relying on that site to be able to shoot. I, I, I'll say this about iron sights, though. Iron sights, in my opinion, are one of the best pieces of equipment to really fine-tune your shooting fundamentals on. Oh, um, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. You, know, you can't create good fundamentals, good basic fundamentals without going back to good old school iron sights. Yeah. And, and and I mean, in the SEAL teams, they didn't start you guys out with a, you oh, know, no, a CCO no, no. Yeah, we or ran, an EOTech. You ran no, iron we sights, ran, right? we ran irons. Learned um, how to shoot. Yeah, we ran irons uh, on on everything. Heck, even in, even in sniper school, you know, going through sniper school, we had to uh, uh, qualify with M4 with irons, you know, whatever mm-hmm. the – the Navy test was how to qualify expert, not just yeah. qualify, qualify expert with, with irons. So um, you learn fundamentals of shooting based on standard lineup iron sights because the fundamentals of shooting were built were built off of that, that type of platform, right? Mm-hmm. You've got sights and trigger, in particular uh, sight picture, sight alignment. Well, what the reflex sight does, what the holographic sight does, what, what, the, what the red dot um, – so I did what, the, what they they remove the need for sight alignment. Mm. So you still have sights, but they remove the need for sight alignment, but only if they're zeroed, yeah. um, and then also uh, only if, uh, if only if you know how to how to find it. Because I mean, you see people we see people all the time that come in and they are like I can't find the sight, I can't find the sight. Well, um, it's because you they're just not looking straight down the window, and the, the easiest yeah. way to do it is line your sights up normally. Um, but but the, yeah, so. The pros and cons. Pros, it will make you a better shooter as long as it works, as long as you can, you know, precision and accuracy. Cons, uh, you need to know how to shoot. You need to know how to shoot before, you know, you start tapping off into a reflex. And maybe that's a more detailed discussion, but like I said, with the iron sights, it really helps me with other – with other aspects of shooting as far as getting a good, if I'm shooting a rifle, you know, getting a good cheek well, because you have to have that in order to line up the iron sights. And then like you're talking about, whenever somebody gets in that window and they're like, well, I can't see the, I can't see the sights. Training with those iron sights and being able to go directly to your cheek weld, that's going to help you with, in my opinion, that's going to help you with the, you know, the holographic sight once you get to that point. Right. Um, because they do, you know, in, in today's, I guess, modern warfare or whatever, they help you do, you know, room clearances and, and uh, site acquisitions at that shorter distance, they help you do that a lot uh, quicker. I, don't, I mean, I'm sure everybody in here has tried to, you know, actually like clear a building with iron sights, and it's actually <laughs> it's actually pretty challenging. If you want a good challenge, go pick you up a rifle with some iron sights and then go try to do some building clearing because it's actually pretty challenging. Oh, yeah, and, 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 with, and with those, just so you know, especially with the M4, you know, what I because I used to, and I still sometimes I won't even turn my sight on in classes and I'll just shoot off my front iron. Just showing off. Um, well, nobody knows I'm doing it. I'm That's showing right. off to myself, I guess. That's right. Um, about it later. But I'll tell you about awesome it. Don't is. worry. That's right. Hey, guys, this is how great I am. This is what I did. I'm not going to um, hit anything anyway because my sugar's dropping. So. <laughs> teach a, teach some barrels. going to fling this yeah. one in the wind. Um, <laughs> well, but, one thing we've also found out, we've, we've trained people with these uh, reflex sights. And, you know, if you can line the sight up or, or put the dot on the target all day long, the bigger problem ends up being the, the trigger how they yeah. manipulate the trigger. So it doesn't matter. If you're not good at those basic fundamental skills mm-hmm. uh, of that's right. Yeah. How, to, how to pull that trigger, 
and not overgrip, no, you know, all, all kinds of things. We, we don't need to get into a class, but uh, we find even, you know, iron sights or, or, you know, reflex sights, if they're not pulling the trigger correctly, then their shots aren't going where they're intended yeah. to go. So basics good, are most important. Thing. Good call on not giving the listeners free information, Mike. That's good. <laughs> By the way, you can have a TSI pistol class. <laughs> <laughs> no, right so here that, right here on the podcast. <laughs> no, so that you know, hopefully that answers uh, everybody's questions. We went a little long on this one, but uh, hopefully that answers everybody's questions with uh, uh, with you know reflex sights on pistols. Yes, there there's a lot of pros. They're very beneficial. Um, we use them. We train a lot of people that use them. Uh, hopefully that helps. And then uh, there, there are a lot of cons. There are cons to them. Um, I would say the pros outweigh the cons on an you know, operational scale. Um, what I concealed carry, you know, of, of a reflex sight on my pistol? No, um, because it's, it's bulkier and it gets in the way. Uh, would I carry one if I'm doing operations overseas? Yeah, I probably would. But I'd always have irons as a backup. Um, and that's kind of the consensus, you know, amongst the guys as, as we've used them and everything. Uh, so hopefully that helps y'all out. Uh, we, we hope y'all enjoy the podcast. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe. And uh, we'll talk to y'all again next time.